0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we took one in the chin last night. We go two and three on the card. In college basketball, we go two and two. We do get Old Miss home as a six-point underdog outright winner. North Carolina covers the number against Virginia Tech, but Delaware loses at home to Townsend. And then Kansas, they win in double overtime, but they don't cover the number. So we lose the juice in college hoops, And then on the frozen pond, the Rangers win in overtime, so we don't cover the one and a half. So for the day, when you sum it all up, we lose $118.20, and we move on to the next. So ever since we moved the National Hockey League out of the leadoff spot, hockey's gone cold for us. So guess what? We're going to lead off on the frozen pond. It is Nashville, minus one and a half at Seattle, at a plus 155. So we need a win in hockey, and fading Seattle should be just the ticket. The Kraken have the second-fewest points in the Western Conference, and they're only 9-13-2 at home and 3-7 over their last 10. Nashville comes to town at 13-7-3 on the road. They're 6-3-1 and over their last 10, and in their last two, they've outscored their opponents 9-3. So I'm on the Predators tonight, minus the one-and-a-half, at a plus 155 next up we go to college basketball we normally play seven or fewer games but tonight we just like the card that much so we're giving you eight plays in college basketball let's lead off in dallas it is texas minus two at tcu so i didn't see this one coming texas is looking up in the standings at tcu the horned frogs are 13 and three this season 7-1 7-1 and one at home, and they have wins over Iowa State, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Utah so far this year. Jamie Dixon is doing a tremendous job. The Horn Frogs are actually 4-0 oh, straight up and against the spread in games with a spread of three or less. So that scares me a little bit. Then on the Texas side, well, they're approaching the Wisconsin and Alabama level for me. The Longhorns crushed me during the football season. And now they're doing the same here in the basketball season. But I do love Coach Beard. I like this roster. I just don't understand the struggles. Losers of three of five with losses to Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. I stand by my opinion of Texas, though. So I'm going to lay the two, hoping to get to see the good Texas that I expect. It is Texas minus two at TCU. Next up, we head to the Atlantic 10. It is Richmond, plus two and a half at Rhode Island. So Rhode Island is three and two in conference, coming off an ugly loss to George Washington as a 15-point favorite. The Rams have a couple wins over Boston College, but nothing else really stands out on the resume. Richmond is only three and three in conference, but they have won and covered back-to-back road games at Fordham and LaSalle. This fighter team has wins this year over North Carolina State, Toledo, and then oh, so many close and competitive losses. I've been backing this team all season, so the opportunity to get points, I just can't pass it up. I'm on Richmond, plus the two and a half over Rhode Island. Next up, we head to the American Conference and we go to Philadelphia. It is Cincinnati, minus two and a half at Temple. So both teams have won three straight and only have two losses in conference so far this year. Temple early in the season, though, well, they had four losses by 17 or more. But now in their last five games, they've been playing some pretty good basketball. Meanwhile, the Bearcats, their calling card was that early season upset win over Illinois. But they've stubbed their toe multiple times this year since then, so I can't completely trust them. With that said, I still think the Bearcats have significantly better talent and should cover the two and a half, so I'm on Cincy at Temple. Next up, we head to the ACC, and we go to Pittsburgh. It is the Cuse, minus four and a half at Pitt. So Pittsburgh is finally starting to look like the Pittsburgh that I expected. Last time out, they lost 75-48 to to Clemson and finished with 20 turnovers and 16 made baskets. That's not a good ratio. Syracuse meanwhile, nine and 10 this year, but they did beat Pitt last time around, 77 to 61. and in that game, the Beheim family scored 42. Syracuse is coming off a 20 point loss to Duke. Pittsburgh is no Duke. I like the orange on the road minus the four and a half. Next up, we head to the Horizon League. It is Wright State plus one at Northern Kentucky. So ever since I stopped betting on Wright State, They've been playing good basketball. They are now 8-2 and in conference, just one game out of the top spot. I'm nervous about this being their fifth road game in 12 days, but I'm thinking winning can help overcome that. Meanwhile, Northern Kentucky returns home after a very successful 3-1 and road trip, but they haven't been overly dominant at home this season, losing three games already this year. I like Scott Nagy and the Raiders of Wright State, to go on the road and get this one tonight, plus the one at Northern Kentucky. Next up, we head to the Big Ten. It is Rutgers, minus three and a half over Maryland. So Maryland made me look like a fool with the upset win over Illinois, but I'm still gonna fade them. The Terps are only one and three on the road this season and lost by 11 to Rutgers at home just 10 days ago. The Scarlet Knights are 10 and one at home this year with wins over Iowa, Michigan, Purdue, and Clemson. Rutgers is becoming one of the toughest places to play in the Big Ten, so I'm gonna lay the three and a half with the Scarlet Knights at home over Maryland. Then your final two games on the college basketball card, we go to the Mountain West. It is winless night. Yeah, that's our theme tonight. Game number one, it is San Jose State, minus the one over Air Force. San Jose State has lost five straight, and now they're 0-5 in conference but they are at six and three at home this year. Air Force, on the other hand, they're only one and five on the road. No matter how bad this roster is, there's no chance Tim Miles goes winless in conference. He'll have the team fired up to get Conference W number one this season. So I like San Jose State minus the one over Air Force. Then your final game on the card, it is New Mexico plus five over Fresno State. So see above. Richard Patino is 0-6 in conference with the Lobos losing six straight. This start is a little more puzzling. Consider Patino brought with them some talent from Minnesota and has a decent roster. Their recent road trip had them competitive, losing by only two at Wyoming and six at Colorado State, two very good basketball teams. They've also played competitively, losing by three at home to Utah State and by eight to Boise State. It's just a matter of time before they get the job done. I think that time is tonight. So I'm on the Lobos plus the five over Fresno State. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday. On the Frozen Pond, we like Nashville minus the one and a half at Seattle at a plus 155. In college basketball, we're on Texas minus the two at TCU. We like Richmond plus the two and a half at Rhode Island. We like Cincinnati minus the two and a half at Temple. We're on Syracuse, minus the four and a half at Pittsburgh. We like Wright State, plus the one at Northern Kentucky. We love Rutgers, minus three and a half over Maryland. We're on San Jose State, minus the one over Air Force. Then your final game once again is New Mexico, plus the five at Fresno State. So that's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.